Welcome to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. I'm Lizzie, and this is a podcast where you choose what I do with my life on a weekly basis. This show comes out every Thursday. That's when you go to my Instagram stories and vote. That is your role in this very democratic process. I get the results on Friday, and I have to take immediate action. But you do not have to listen on Thursdays. That is, that is the biggest myth facing our country today, is that you have to listen on Thursdays. If you do, you get to vote, but you can still listen anytime because I don't reveal the results until the following episode. So you can truly listen whenever you want. And then, of course, if you want bonus footage, extended interviews, you can go to my completely clean OnlyFans. I've I've never even shown a shoulder on there. I've never even worn a cold shoulder blouse from 2018, which I'm sure I have lurking somewhere in my disaster of a bedroom. But... The link to my OnlyFans is in my Instagram bio. So let's just pop a wheelie right into the past. You had a choice last episode between Witch's Ride and Swallow Pride. Do I reclaim my confidence with bicycles by going with my friend Jan down to the LA River and riding a bike to something called the Witch's Finger, which is kind of like this large suspension rod holding up a bridge, and do I suck the fear out of it by riding down there dressed as a witch? Or do I swallow my pride and reconnect with someone from my past, my romantic past, whose friendship I've kind of batted away? You know, swallow my pride, give them a call, send that XXL edible arrangement, and you voted, I'm going to say almost unanimously, Witch's Ride. So my first step, of course, was procuring a witch's costume in a scorching hot uh, weather in Los Angeles. Looking back, I'm just thinking now of everyone I know who probably just had one on hand. But first, I called a place called Adele's of Hollywood, and they said, oh, yeah, we have hats and noses. Well, When I got there, most of the hats were for kids. I did find one adult one, but they do this thing where they kind of like, they take the tip of the hat and they staple it to the brim so that once you undo it, I'm like, so once it's fully erect, they're like no returns, you know, you've cast eight spells in this hat. You've transformed too many toads. We simply can't take it back. So I ended up not getting a witch's hat at Adele's. Then a woman started like fishing through this bowl of noses. The nose I ended up getting, let's just say it was deeply phallic. I'll discuss it a lot more with my guests today. So let's just flag that for follow-up. And I'll just give you a, a clue. If you saw the nose, I feel like if it had a name, it would be like Elmer. It reminded me of the tip of like when a guy takes off his socks and there's like (laughs) extra sock at the toe. Like he hasn't pulled up his sock all the way. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Um, So I have a friend who I knew would have a witch's hat. 
I called her. She's asked to remain nameless because I basically broke into her storage unit. She said there's a wardrobe rack. This hat is going to be just resting gently on top of the rack. I really, truly felt like a burglar because I first got to the unit. I went in the wrong entrance. I'm like, a woman came out with a rifle. (laughs) But she was like, wrong door. And then I went to the right floor, and I could not figure out this combination lock. It had, like, there were numbers and this, like, slidey thing. I finally got it. I grabbed the hat, but I really did stand there fiddling with the lock lock in the hallway for, like, 10 minutes or something. I'm walking out, trying not to look suspicious. If there was security footage, they would just probably think, wow, there is a Hogwarts teacher committing a serious crime right now. I met Jan the next morning at the LA River. We went to the bike rental and I tried a few out. I knew Jan would want me to do the blue one. She wanted me to get the aesthetically pleasing one. They all had names. That pale blue one was Debbie, but the handlebars felt really just very low Then I tried one called Banana. The handlebars were extremely wide set. They were like Amanda Seyfried eyes handlebars. Not good for control. Then I tried Pony, and it was this old brown bike. My hands were a little closer together. It was was perfect. In the words of Genuine, if you want it, let's do it. Ride that pony. We set out on the path. I was a little wobbly at first. There was kind of a souffle element to my posture, but then, I don't know. Jan let me ride in front of her, which was really nice. She did say, on your left, on your left, um, to warn me of upcoming bikes, which in the beginning was a little startling. I was thinking, ugh, like every time she said it, I was like, I hope this does not send me sailing into a syringe-filled river. But yeah, we went under bridges. I I broke softly. It was like handlebar brakes. I guess it was like a, I chose like a mountain bike hybrid kind of. Having the costume did make it more fun. The hat did not stay on my head. So that did get tucked away at one point into Jan's basket. I'll be totally honest. When you see the nose, you'll understand. I might have to actually spoil this episode and just post some photos because some episodes are meant to be spoiled. Okay, so we're riding and riding. I started to, I started to gain confidence when people would pass on the left. Um, that started to feel like less of a do or die situation, and then. Clear in the distance, just beaming so elegantly before us was the witch's finger. I couldn't even believe we made it there. It wasn't a short bike ride. It was total, I think uh, it took us about an hour. So we got to the bridge. I have to say, you sent me the funniest suggestions of what to do when I got there. One of those suggestions was that I drop an egg Um, like I did when I was young. I dropped an egg off my bike I was talking about in the previous episode. It was an egg that I was supposed to be babysitting. Um, I loved that idea. I could not figure out how to transport an egg. I only had 
Trader Joe's egg whites, and I thought, ah, it just doesn't feel right spilling those out onto the bridge. So sadly, I was not able to make the egg happen. Some of you suggested dances, like do the thriller dance, the Macarena. What I ended up doing was I had a fanny pack and I brought tarot cards. So when I got to the bridge, I drew a tarot card for everybody. So this is like setting the tone. It was the first card I picked out. I couldn't believe how incredible it was. I drew the Wheel of Fortune card. I stuck it to the bridge kind of meditated on it. And Jan was like, well, don't leave it hooked in the bridge because, you know, it probably would have just flown into the river and had to befriend some tampons. But the Wheel of Fortune card, it's basically good luck and it signifies a turning point. And I just loved that it was a wheel also, um, much like the ones that had carried me to the finger. And yeah, it's just like trusting in the universe, trusting that the universe will keep Pat Sajak alive for as long as humanly possible. And on the way back, I was not thinking so much about riding a bike. Um, I was actually thinking about how to get rich. (laughs) On the way back, I was, yeah, I was just in my own thoughts. And that's when I knew it was time to switch to Patreon. Just kidding. But I really felt like this was a successful experiment. So, okay, I guess I'm now a bike riding, double pierced, jujitsu loving, Ikea dresser owner with an OnlyFans account. What else lies in wait? Well, let's dive into the present. Two episodes ago, in an episode called Guy I Met slash Dresser Roulette, you guys chose Dresser Roulette. I was supposed to go through my phone and ask the last 10 guys with whom I'd had some sort of connection if they would help me build a dresser. I ended up, um, as a result of an outpouring from audience feedback, having my expert from that episode come over to build it for me. We thought it would get done in 40 minutes. Two hours passed, and the IKEA dresser is sitting there, just the frame. Um, I'm staring into an abyss of particle board while surrounded by, I'm going to say, an unrelenting swamp of black leggings, and it is affecting my life. Right now, it's it's giving me surface space. I have that. But what I decided, because um, I wasn't just going to say, okay, now it's drawer roulette, but I do need to finish this. So what am I going to do? Well, because it's called the Mom Dresser, And because my expert came over to build the mom on Mother's Day, and because my mother is dead, if you vote Mom's Day, I am going to officially designate May 20th as Mom's Day. This is a day for people with no mom or, you know, strained relationship with their mom to build furniture and not just do it like a normal furniture building day, but do it like Mother's Day. I'm going to get flowers. I'm going to wake up, you know, and and make a Bellini, listen to some relaxing music and finish the mom on mom's day, really create a holiday. And that's also going to make me want to finish the dresser. Uh, You know, it's like, we're all, we're all moving forward in life. We're building relationships with our moms. May 20th, if you vote for it, can become national mom's day. I'm really excited about that. Okay, the other option is that in the last episode called Witches Ride, Swallow Pride, one of the people I talked to about the swallowing pride option, my expert, 
was a matchmaker named May. And at the end of our call, she said, well, why don't you have me set you up on your show? And that could be one of the options. So today you are faced with the choice of a lifetime, mom's day or matched by May. Now, I really wanted to talk to someone who's done the mom, who's built it from the ground up. And you know what? Sometimes the expert you're looking for is right under your giant witch's nose. And this week, it happens to be my incredible producer, Rebecca. Rebecca, you're not just a producer of podcasts. You're a producer of the six-drawer mom. And I'm wondering, well, how did you land on the mom in the first place? Well, it is um, extremely spacious. You can fit sort of an obscene amount of things in it. Um, And it is affordable. It's reasonably affordable. Um, And it seemed sturdy. I don't know. I wanted something that had room for a lot of stuff, but also had surface area that I could use on the top. And yeah, yeah, it really fit the bill, I think. I love that you say it can fit things in it because, you know, right now I'm just looking at the skeleton of the mom and it's like hard to envision that. So that's good to know. Were you confident going into it when you started the building process? You know, I felt pretty good about it. It was, um, it was in the second wave of furniture buying for my last apartment. So it was something that I had sorely needed for at least a couple of years. You're like it was in the and, Omicron phase of my apartment. <laughs> yes, very that. And um, I was just really, I was at a point in my life where I was really ready for it. I, I could envision it. So when it came time to build it, I was, I was excited and um, I felt prepared for the challenge. How do you think it would have gone if you'd had, and not to say you didn't have this, but had you had a couple of Bellinis in your system? Um, you know, the good thing about it is you don't need any power tools. So unless you were really worried that, um, a screwdriver would slip and you would like stab yourself, I feel like probably it really depends on your personal tolerance. Okay. Um, so you don't need two giant toolboxes. (laughs) No, you just need sort of like the basic, um, you know, the stuff they give you plus like a screwdriver. Okay. From what I can recall. And what's your current relationship with your mom? Or or sorry, so, with your mom. <laughs> with my mom, um, I had to sell both. We, we each had a mom. We had to sell them in the move. Um, we <sighs> moved recently, and we had to sell them on Facebook Marketplace, which <gasps> was sort of devastating. <laughs> Wait, did they take but, them apart before they... No. Well, we had to take all the drawers out and then bring it out, bring the skeleton out Mm -hmm. and then bring all the drawers out. And then, um, people came with minivans or I don't know, SUVs. And we had to like sort of Tetris it in because it's so heavy with the Mm -hmm. drawers in it that it was impossible to lift it into a car. Um, let alone like out of the apartment. My God, you're like one van per drawer. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and then, and then after we moved, um, I was really missing my mom, to be honest, um, <laughs> because it really fit a lot of stuff. And we were able to find a different version of the mom 
on Facebook Marketplace that fit our new apartment better because it the the one that you have is like the kind that I had and it's just it's really big and it just would not fit in the current place. Oh my god! So this is this really is your second round with this piece of furniture. Yes, but this time it was because I was on the buying end on Facebook Marketplace. It's already built, so um, I just had it delivered as is. Oh my I didn't god. have to do anything. And now you're also geographically closer to your mom. Is that correct? That is true. I am <laughs> geographically closer to my mom. Did you, your mom, and the mom do anything for Mother's Day? Um, I did something with my mom for Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and the mom uh, was not involved. Was not involved. I was not invited. Oh my God. Okay. How long, honestly, Rebecca, how long will it take me to do just the drawers? If you were to estimate, this is after a big breakfast in bed. (laughs) And Bellinis. Right. And Bellinis. How how many, how many Bellinis? I'm guessing we're two and a half deep. Okay. Two and a half. I mean, really, to be honest, the skeleton is the hardest part because the pieces are so large, and that's Mm. the part where you really do need two people. Um, The drawers themselves, I don't think they're that hard because I'm pretty sure the, um, the, uh, like, attachment to make it slide, um, make it, like, glide Mm. in, I I feel like they might already be attached to the pieces that they need to be attached to, if I can recall correctly. Wow, okay. Um, if they're not, that part is annoying, but I feel like they are. So I don't think it will. I think six drawers, one mildly drunk person who's never done this before. I think it'll take you um, maybe a couple, maybe maybe an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Okay. So by the time I'm blacked out eating a cold omelet, it should be <laughs> at least. Yeah, mostly. you should be able to. Yeah, at that point, you should have okay. at least four of them done. Oh my God. Wait, Rebecca, this has been really helpful. And, and honestly, just knowing that someone I know and have so much respect for was able to do it just gives me that much more confidence. I'm so glad. And also just for the record, I did not anchor my, either any of my moms to the wall and I never had a, a furniture tip over incident. So if you're worried about that, um, that did not happen to me. But you do have a mom on the loose. I do have a mom on the loose. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. Okay. And nothing bad has happened. No, no, nothing, nothing bad at all. Honestly, they're great. You're like, can I keep my guns in there? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. To- <laughs> Rebecca, thank you so much. You've been such an incredible expert. No problem. Good luck. Thank you. Many thanks to Rebecca. Next, I wanted to get just a clearer idea of what exactly this matchmaking process would entail. So I called our very own Matchmaker May. If the listeners vote for you to match me up, I fill out the profile. And did you say I would go on two dates? We can have you go out on two dates if you want. Um, I would pick a guy that would meet 80% of your criteria, depending on what you say you're looking for. And I could sort through my database and come up, let's say, with 
five to six guys, and then I can narrow it down to two guys and see um, if you want to meet them. Oh my gosh, how and exciting. What I would do is ask the guys first if they're open to meeting you, present them with your profile, your photos, and bio. And if they say yes and you say yes, then yeah, it's a go. Then we can set you up that way. Amazing. Okay, I did see on the um, questionnaire that you sent me. I needed to upload three looks. One was a close-up headshot. One was a full-body shot. And then one was a first-date look. Yeah, just what you would look like on a first date. Okay. So the guys can know what your style is and what, you know, kind of who to expect when okay. you're in front of them. For the headshot, <laughs> the only recent photos I really have, I'm, like, on stage screaming, which... okay um well you know everyone has a smartphone now do you have a phone where you can maybe take a selfie of you that way i could sure have or put it on a timer and take a photo that way or have a friend just take it real quick you know okay that's a good idea because i have headshots from before the pandemic you know but that that really ravaged all of us Okay. Yeah. If you can send me okay. um, a couple of recent photos, you know, like within the last three to six months. So it's pretty accurate of what you look like. Okay. And cool. then I can um, attach it to your profile when I send it to the guys. Amazing. And then I guess my last question is how soon after I filled out the profile could I, do you think I could get together with a guy? Is it like within one week or? Um, I'm hoping within a week. So right after I get your profile, I'll do the search then I will ask the guys if they want to meet you. And then I can maybe present two of the guys that say yes to you or, you know, two or three of them. And you could tell me who you want to meet based on the guys who have said yes to you. May, thank you so much. I so appreciate this. Okay, Um, good luck. Let me know what happens. I'm like, hopefully I'll be showing them my scrapbooks in no time. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm totally good. Okay. Amazing. Thanks, mate. Okay. I'll okay. talk to you soon. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. Now that we've been enlightened by two incredible experts, I'm going to bring on some guests that you will actually love. My guests today are so funny. I've been wanting to have them on for a while. They have a plumber who tried to throw us off course. He did. He did. But he's coming tomorrow. Gotcha. (laughs) He won't derail us today. It's the Putterboss sisters. I love their comedy. They're from Chicago. I'm like, they've got that Chicago flavor. Hey, I got a ghoul. Hey, I got a ghoul. I put gabagoo in my notes. I put gabagoo in my set list. And she said Chicago, and we heard Italian, I think. Is what <laughs> Italian. I am describing you like you're a pizza. Great. So we have Danny. How do you guys do vocal recognition on podcasts, by the way? Uh, I, I'm Danielle. Okay, this is Danielle. And I'm Tiff. Hi. And, and this is Tiff. And, okay, so my feeling, and we'll go into all this, is that Danielle is going to go matched by May. And Tiff is more of a mom's day. And I'm basing that on pure instinct. First of all, I have to tell you something. If you're listening and you heard the last episode, you will love that 
Danielle has a thermos that says Witch's Brew because the last episode they had to vote. It was called Witch's Ride or Swallow Pride. I either oh, had to go. I like that. Are you a bike rider at all? I am. Okay. I have not ridden a bike in like I haven't a in a while. I but have... I did the whole time I lived in Chicago. On the street. Mm-hmm. In the winter. Yeah. Chicago is actually one of the most bike-friendly cities in America. It's yeah. all flat. And all, oh, there's bike lanes right. everywhere. It's flat. Yeah. Minneapolis is like that, too. So, yeah. so my idea was because there's a bridge that has what's called a witch's finger, which is this crooked structure. It's by the L.A. River. And Where I was like, is the witch's finger? Why have I not been there? It's yeah. incredible. So they voted witch's finger. The other one was like, should I swallow my pride and call this person? Blah, blah. Like, witch's ride was definitely the more exciting I'm option. I'm glad that they voted that because I don't know what the episode was, but I would have voted that. But I had to ride there dressed as a witch. Ooh, what? I love that. So they voted On your witch's bike? ride. Yes, I did it um, yesterday. My friend Jan and I went. I had a witch hat. I had... <laughs> Can I just tell you, <laughs> procuring a witch hat in this during this time in L.A. was mm. a nearly impossible. Because I, of the abortion right? stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I drove through a protest. <laughs> like, I need all your witches hats. <laughs> you know what? There's actually speaking of Burbank here. Here in sunny Burbank, California. Um, there's actually a, a lot of witches No, here. there's a Halloween all year. There is. There's a costume shop that's all year long. There's a Halloween. It's, a, it's called Halloween Town. Okay, and year. that's in Burbank? Yeah. But I thought it was more, the costume shop is more, I think, costumes. I Halloween Town, actually, and I have no idea. I think it's still open if it survived the pandemic because it's amazing. It's like I would love it if people Christmas were like unvaxxed stuff. being like, I have to get my fangs. <laughs> It's a lot of Jack Skeleton Nightmare Before Christmas book bags and like right more like hot topic yes. Halloween. Yes, Halloween Town. It's also kind of like pricey. Yes, I like. I've, I was like, if I go there for a witch hat, it's gonna. I'm gonna be dropping like forty or fifty dollars. And you're like, wow, and that is I need too a- steep for a witch's hat. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. agree, and I should have called you guys because we I do have. have some. We have some loose witch's hats. Yeah. Next time, next time you replay that exact thing in your ah. life. <laughs> You guys, I'm not even kidding. I have the nose in my bag. So I went to Adele's. <laughs> it was such a nightmare. All the hats were way too small for my head. Really? And I, I thought there's no way I could have ride a big a head. According to Adele's of Hollywood, wow. I have a gigantic head. And then they told me they had witches' noses. They didn't. And the woman was just like frantically like digging through a barrel. Like I know we have something in here. <laughs> She pulls out a nose that is like a Pinocchio costume nose. This wow. Long. So I got that. I was like, do you I'm have not, it? I have it. Can we take a great, nice look? Great. And, what and, is for the, and for the folks at home, I know you can't see the witch's nose, but you can you can feel the energy of the witch's nose. You guys, I kid you not. <laughs> it looks like a, a really bad that's old-timey a, dildo. That looks is what exactly it looks like. like an old-timey dildo. <laughs> It looks like what people in the 40s used for a dildo. I'd say, I'd say 1903 right there. 1903. It is deeply phallic. It does something. That is Pinocchio. That has to be the when Pinocchio. On, that is not a witch in any way. Not. And I love that it was in a barrel. And I love that she knew it was there. <laughs> she was it's got to be like here somewhere. A bumbling Halloween costume employee. She was lovely. But so I was like, I'm just going to get this nose. I'm going to make it work. 
I rode to the witch's finger. It was exhilarating. <laughs> I love like, it. I hadn't been on a Can bike. Can we see pictures yes. sometimes? I mean, I feel like if you wear that 1903 dildo with the witch's hat, I feel like that would look like a witch, you know? Here's me FaceTiming <laughs> a friend. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. That's really nice. <laughs> so two episodes ago, I did one called Guy I Met or Dresser Roulette. And it was... <laughs> it was... I love the rhyme. Yeah. I'm still processing how it all unfolded. So yours is Mom's Day slash Matched by May. Okay, matched so this is May it. Are you familiar Day. with the mom dresser? Mom? Mom? Oh, God. I don't. I don't oh God. know. <laughs> Just I kidding. Know. Oh, God. Ikea they don't have a Pinocchio a nose at all they don't. in their purse. <laughs> I'm more of a um, find your dresser at a thrift store and estate sale kind of gal. I knew this. I, and I knew this going in because once I've actually went, never been to Ikea. I haven't either. Oh, it's my funny. God. You guys are blowing my mind. We, that's, okay. That's just sort But of, I could tell you where some great estate sales are, but I have never been to Ikea. Too little, too late. I know. Have, I mean, and I, I could help you with a witch's nose. But again, true. can't and find an Ikea dresser. Halloween town all year. We have witch's <laughs> I nose. have. Okay. So this is what happened. <laughs> Things have already transpired with the dresser. So you're here for like... Part two of something insane okay. that I did. And okay. you're going to help figure out the end of it. Okay? Okay. So. Mom? Mom's <laughs> Day? Is that what it is? You guys. <laughs> is that what you were saying? Okay. Ikea, by the way, Ikea made this dresser. You might know it as the murder dresser because it was the dresser that Oh, murder dropped, dropped on those kids? Yes. Oh, I did. Okay. I know I what you're know talking about. about. I know about falling dressers on kids. Okay. So this is the dresser. Oh, God. Okay. The, oh, here it is. The dresser I got, and I know it's not vintage. Wow, why is it on Amazon? I'm like, and I know it's not vintage. You're like, no, we know that it's as well. It's definitely okay that it's not vintage. <laughs> it doesn't have to be vintage. It's kind of like Although this. vintage dressers okay. don't hmm. fall okay. on kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> that just looks like a basic shit dresser. Okay, yes. Okay. 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 This is I got the it. The tall version is the one that was falling on kids. Mm -hmm. And so now when you go to Ikea, no joke, and I went with my friend Jan, and she goes, it's harder to get a mom than an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You, They're called mom? Like, how are they? Mom. Mom dresser. Okay. So now when you go to Ikea, you have to sign a form that says, I will fasten this to the wall. Then... Like a gigantic like security guard lets you in this gate. It feels like you're walking to like see a pr visit a prisoner. Wow. Why don't like they like <laughs> just change the style of the mom? I'm like you know a what I mean? Conjugal visit. <laughs> <laughs> a momjigal visit. A momjigal visit. So and then at the end you have to like show this slip. Like I signed this to say I will fasten it to the wall. But the long wow. one isn't gonna tip. It was like yeah. a taller ver style of that dresser. Hmm. So in an episode called Guy I Met slash Dresser Roulette, it was, do I go out with this guy I met buzzed at a food truck outside the Virgil, or do I play a game of Dresser Roulette? Because I moved, it's way too late for after I moved for me to be, be being like, I just moved, you know, oh, we just, I do, I, we just moved and uh, we just moved in April and I literally still haven't like unpacked things and I'm still like, it's an... It's incredibly exhausting to move in L.A., like harder oh than anything gosh. I could ever explain. It is New York yes. or San Francisco might 
be worse. But the process it takes to get yeah, an apartment in, in LA is already the hardest thing you've ever gone through. If LA doesn't make you feel not good enough, try and get an apartment here. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's, if Instagram isn't doing enough, right? If, if Instagram isn't doing if its you job, feel if you don't feel skinny enough or pretty enough or good enough at your career, then Head down to MLB management. Yes, and then go and on top of that, go um, go, go whirl hello. around trying to. I'd find love a, a shit apartment. apartment. Right. I'd love a shit apartment. And they're like, "Do you make twenty thousand a month?" And so is your sister. And do you have an eight hundred credit score? And you're like, "This right. is really a place somebody could commit suicide in." This yeah. is. <laughs> It has this been. is a suicide apartment, and and I have and rent is so expensive. So I was like, I'm gonna empty out because I've had a storage unit. Like during the pandemic, I went to New Mexico. I just put all my stuff in storage, and I was like, I'm oh, that's great leaving because there was no reason for me to be here. I had a peacock outside my apartment that wouldn't go away. Oh, I those was are like, really loud. Yes, yeah. they shriek. Yeah, they shriek. Like you did the thing that I. Um, yeah, I, I I do regret not just going to New Mexico, you know, during oh the my pandemic. God. I was um I think that way and then I realized, Danielle, you were facing so many levels of trauma. I'm not sure if that was the time to be like, I think a Buenos Aires. <laughs> I went to your old place once where you lived together, you had a party that was mm-hmm. like a yacht rock theme yes, party. Yes, yes. That was about 17 apartments ago. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that place was amazing okay. to party at. Um, a lot of rats to live with. You know what I mean? Yeah. But great to do. Amazing to have a yacht rock party at. Did you really have rats? Oh, for yeah. sure. And that here's a here's a, a lot of yacht rock here's rats. A joke. Here's a joke that I didn't write. <laughs> they all had like open blouses. They like. they all had mustaches and were like listening to Hall and Oates. <laughs> this is how much that place looked like it was fun to just party but not stay the night at. Uh, the guy we had a shit landlord surprise. Uh, and we filed a complaint with the city, and the housing inspector that came to file a complaint goes, man, I really would like to party here. <laughs> I, he was like, you guys party here? Well, oh. I'd really like We're to like, party yeah. here. There I was like, that's Raccoons vibe. lived under my bathtub, which... <laughs> is this is the thing, when you don't have amazing credit, you got to say, right. well, I will take a raccoon under my bathtub. And that's just something I'm going to take because my friends can party here, you know? When I I finally in New Mexico was like, I'm just going to sign a lease because I don't know what's going on. I like fully got an apartment. And my second night there, I was talking on to my friend on the phone and just mice started scurrying around. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I called the woman who rented it to me and she goes, oh, those are just field mice. They always mm-hmm. say something like that. They say stuff like Like they're mice, in yeah. aprons or something. Like, my old oh, landlord told me I brought the rats. <laughs> yeah. She told me I brought the rats. She goes, we didn't have them before. You must have brought them. And I was like, you know how I do. <laughs> you know what I do? Pack up my my books, my clothing, my records, my, my witch's cheese. noses, and then my suitcases of rats. <laughs> You know how I do. You know how I do. You know how I do with these rats. (laughs) I am curious. Okay, so, oh, let me tell you the rest of this. Yes. How easy, can I ask you a question? How easy was it for you to get a place in New Mexico versus L.A.? Very easy. Right. Just a couple of miles. I just drove up a woman's gravel driveway and was like, can I live here? See, that's how it. old-fashioned camera. (laughs) She's like, sure, come take a look. That's how it's supposed to be. (laughs) You're not supposed to, like, feel like you're the I worst did. person in the world that right. you don't have, like, um, you don't yeah. write for 17 TV shows to, right. to get an apartment. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, she was this old, like, mountain woman named Joanne. 
Mm, love it. Yeah. She sounds great. She, she was pretty cool. Was she wearing like a Navajo skirt? I know. <laughs> it was more of like a jeans kind of open, um, like tan flannel shirt with a t-shirt. Nice. Lots of dogs, lots of very, like when I Sick went heavy. in to sign the lease, I was like, I can't breathe. It was like <laughs> so much smoke. But So in some indoor smoking. Some indoors, a lot of, in, there was a lot of indoor That's smoking. a specific And it's look. hot in New Mexico, <laughs> yeah. right? And no HEPA air filter. And, to and be it's seen. hot there? Yes. Hot. Well, so, it wasn't. There were, it was snowing when I was there. Oh. Okay. So that episode called Guy I Met Dresser Roulette, one of the options was go out with this guy who I met. Outside a food truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other episode was Dresser Roulette, which was buy an Ikea dresser and then text the first 10 guys in my phone who I've had some kind of connection with and ask them, <laughs> will you come over and assemble a dresser and see who responds. Uh, so in that episode, Ollie, our sound engineer, said, I know a friend who can put together Ikea dressers. I interviewed him and he goes, oh, yeah, I could do that in 40 minutes. No problem. And I was like, Ooh, excellent. Sexy, 40 minutes. And then at the end of the call, he goes... I'm single, and I would like to be put on the list of, like, people you text. Okay. So I Looks texted. Looks like you're getting fingered either way out of this, <laughs> out of this podcast. By the nose, by the joke. By the, <laughs> by the 1903 Tiff thinks the 40s. I, that's, that's a 1903 dildo. When the mics are away, the Pinocchio goes. <laughs> well, so. When the field mice in New Mexico are away, the Pinocchios in Burbank will play. <laughs> You know that old saying. That's my witch's the old, rhyme. The old nursery rhyme. <laughs> the old nursery rhyme. He, w- he was a great on the show when I called him. He was really, he had so much information about Ikea. So he came over to my apartment. He won. He won. He said, yes, I'll come over. Uh, he came over to my apartment, very professional, had two large toolboxes, but it took two hours, and I had a hard out, and he didn't finish the drawers. Mm. That's how long it takes to put a dresser from Ikea together? Even with an expert? Well. <laughs> you guys got to get these 1903 and 1940s dressers. I mean, I, I really don't want to drag Neil any more than I already have. <laughs> no, Neil, thank you so much for your assistance. We appreciate you, Neil. Neil yes. We love your work. We Thanks, love Neil. your work. But right now I'm just basically staring into, like, the skeleton of a dresser. Mm, maybe so, he thought he meant expert, like a really long – he he wanted maybe – Nose? <laughs> She's doing this with her hands. She's uh, like, maybe he meant expert. That means I stay five hours. My point being, I still don't have a dresser. Okay. My room is – Well, then Neil does get a little dragged for that. <laughs> you know, the whole episode's about the thing. You'll get and- – Gets dragged like I dragged those cardboard boxes out to the dumpster by myself. <laughs> he did offer to come back later that night, but I was like, that's okay. Look, like, Neil, we've seen your expertise. Uh, we, <laughs> do you seen, mind me asking? You've had was your it, chance. Was it, were you paying him? No. Okay. Well, Lizzie, I don't know. You know, you can't right. get. You can't get you can't you can't ask a, a Neil a gift for dresser a in the free, mouth for a free dresser. <laughs> I mean, if you were like, yeah, this right. episode, and then I paid him, then absolutely not. Here's another part of it. It was Mother's Day. Okay, that he did it, and. I don't have a mom. And sometimes on Mother's Day, I get kind of like, I try not to look, you know, I look at people's Instagram and I'm, you know. Right. 
Yeah, it's yeah, a sad sucks. day. Yeah, it's just kind of like Instagram oh, is going to be a nightmare is it anytime Netflix you look at it. Netflix is a joke. But if it you're feels ever like sad, Netflix is a joke, <laughs> but it's for moms. <laughs> That's what Mother's Day must feel like. My dad, mom. Yeah, all those moms are on the step and repeat. My mom's so great. Look at her. (laughs) That is what it probably feels like, though. My dad, mom was at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) I bought tickets. I bought tickets. See Diane. So funny. That is probably true. I would really love to see her mom at Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was very funny. But so she, anyway, so so it was Mother's Day. So I was thinking, because I've been thinking, I need to get these drawers done somehow. I don't know that I can do another roulette, but I was thinking, what if I create a holiday and call it Mom's Day? Mm. That's funny. Okay, okay. Okay, so that would be on this Friday. I would treat it like Mother's Day by myself. I would make a Bellini. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about breakfast in bed. I've never loved the idea of it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't understand the idea of that either, to be honest with you. Why can't you just get up? Don't you think it's <laughs> weird to be laying in bed? You haven't even gone to the bathroom and someone just locks you in with a tray? Yeah. And yeah, it's, and it's, it's all like, it's like, yeah. it's like, that is um, what we did for my loose mom oatmeal up, and like toast and things that you're like, I don't want this jelly on my sheets. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also the only. A Bellini in bed is, is nice. A coffee yeah, yeah, in bed yeah, yeah, is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. You know? I, this week, I was up working really late on something, and I was eating graham crackers in my bed, which I normally don't do, and the next morning, I was like, ow, like I woke up on like a sharp (laughs) crumb, and I thought, never again, I can't. Yeah, that's the whole point of not having breakfast in bed. Right. For for not having sharp things. (laughs) It's very awesome. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, I think like that's, mother, it's very this hospice. is your end of life mother, care. Mother, here's your crumbs. Who was I talking to? Oh, yeah, my friend Jesse and I were saying when you go to a movie theater and they're like, and you can eat nachos in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> you can sit in this giant. Yeah, it's true. It's not something you've ever wanted oh to do. Gosh. And they put a blanket over you. <laughs> You just sit in this chair like you're dying and watch Jurassic Park. <laughs> and just dip your hand in cheese. Just, just like dribbling down your chair. Dip your hand in cheese. Uh, just dipping your hand in so nacho cheese. That is so true. And then you're, you want the jalapenos, right? You want the right. you want the whatever they give you at the at the AMCs. And then you're like, ooh, yeah. How do I? There's extras on here? There's, There's extra extras. Extra supplies? So I want to make it like a holiday. So so it would be every May 20th is Mom's Day. And if you have, you know those memes that are like, this holiday is for anyone who has a strained relationship with their mother, mm. a dead mother, <laughs> a mother who's a cyborg. If your mother is made of artisanal jam, this is your day. May 20th. I love that. That is great. Will be your day to build uh. furniture. Mm. That is really good. We're not going to take away from Mother's Day. We're not going to do it on your day. We're going to set no, have it no. be Mom's Day. Because you know what? That. There's I a lot that. of moms out there that yes. need dressers. You know what I mean? Yes. Probably. There's probably a lot of moms who got a dresser on Mother's Day and said, I really Isn't would like just, somebody to help me put this together. Isn't it? I mean, I feel like, man, man didn't we didn't know how good we had it when we just— or in a Facebook, not Instagram era, because like I right. feel like that didn't even happen as much. Like right. now, everything no, there is wasn't a thing. fake. Fake. There wasn't everything so many fake days. Thing. No, I just mean like 
I literally was like, oh, my gosh, you know, now I have the thing that I'm like, is it? It's Flag Day, and I didn't say it. I really ah! like flags out there, guys. Here's a here's a picture of me being like supporting flags. Right. Like a thing that happens, whether it's like, I mean, L.A. elevates that to a whole new place. But it's right. like any thing, then, of course, it's like, I have to. I forgot mom. I have to here's post about this. Mom. Here's my mom. It's here's like, my mom. It's like, why is that? And if you don't say something, you're like, but I do care about abortion. I didn't post anything today. And yeah. like, you're right. like, but I didn't post my abortion today. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was dressed I as a, a witch. <laughs> to a finger. <laughs> I mean, that says feminism right. to me. Right. So Mom's Day is a great, I love it. I okay. love a, uh, I love the idea. I love the, the spoof aspect. And I love just kind of messing with um, the that's you a, posted one thing one time. It made me laugh so hard. And then I saw it had, it was probably, you probably didn't have it on there that long, but it had like five likes. I was like, Lizzie, this is not enough. This is so <gasps> funny to me. You said, it was a picture of a lemon and you said, sorry, so busy. I just got around to posting this lemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's still up. It's still up. Oh, that kind of stuff it. makes me laugh. Just and when like, I do that kind of stuff, do I? that stuff never gets... The heat that you want it's, it to, you know? That's so funny. It's almost like every holiday people – it's like a fourth grade contest. Like, okay, everybody, post your – Post your best thing. But also I, look your hottest. Look your hottest. But have also, a take. And then also you have to be funny about it, but you have to, like, say something that's very meaningful about right. the time period. You know what I mean? Like, also say something about your views politically and also your feelings, but look hot. Right, right. And then that's tie in your idea, comedy, though. you know? I love the idea. Maybe I should switch my point of view to just more Instagram's more of a fourth grade craft contest. And really, it's just us getting our shoe boxes out and decorating it with like puffy paints for Valentine's Day, you know? Which kind of Lisa Frank folder kind right. of theme do you want for your. I'll post about Mom's Day. Yeah. But you know what? The ones that always won were the ones that were like measured perfectly that the parent helped. Yeah. The mom. The messy one. Yeah, the mom. The mom. <laughs> Wait, how do you guys okay, I have so I have so many follow-up questions. Let me tell you the other option, which is that last episode I interviewed for one of my options, a matchmaker, about whether or not you should keep in touch with your ex. I just was calling I have talked to so many matchmakers on this show. We're only hmm. eleven episodes deep, and I'm friends with like four matchmakers. Oh wow! Already. I didn't even. I, like I don't even. How do you yellow, find a yeah, matchmaker? The yellow pages. I literally did find my experts. I Google matchmaker, dating coach, and then I just cold call people, and I go, "Hi." I always pretend I'm a journalist. I go, "Hi, my name's Lizzie Cooperman, and I'm doing a show about de- like I really." Mm ramp up the professionalism and then I feel I go, like people want journalism more than comedy as far as if they're yes. like doing in yeah and I've gone to events before where I go I'm actually a journalist you know because I'm also I've gone to things alone for this show I went to a turtle race by myself <laughs> this is great <laughs> this is really good content this is a really great yeah it's the kind of content I enjoy it's that was wild and I was like I can't leave this turtle race until I talk to somebody so it's a good rule. There, yeah, that was where I was like, "Hi, I'm a journalist, and I'm just wondering where do we bet on the turtles?" Like, but I had to preface it with, "Hi, I'm a journalist." Lizzie Cooperman actually is a great journalist <laughs> name. I never thought about it that way. Thank you. You oh, are you're Jewish, right? Yes. Isn't matchmaking? Isn't am I completely making that mm. up? That like that? Are, are you being racist? That I hate Jews. <laughs> 
You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first, guys. Danielle's racist. Uh, no, I think maybe maybe I'm like literally well, referencing some show I watched. No, the matchmaking is like yes. in the Jewish community. Fiddler a lot. on the Roof. Well, right, of course, I musical theater know that, right. but. Isn't, isn't that, that a matchmaking? Isn't there yes, a matchmaker in Fiddler? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Matchmaker, matchmaker, oh, right. make me a match. Daniel hates Jews. <laughs> <laughs> there was also a show on Netflix called Indian Matchmaking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I watched it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watched it. I liked that. Yeah. It would be like Nadia's criteria must have a sense of humor. <laughs> like, yeah. It would, the graphics for that show were just like someone did it. It was in. almost like too Instagram, like too much graphics, too much stuff like that to like right. watch without being like aggressive, you know, for me. Yes, it was, it was like that. That's so funny. But I, I think it was there's just the way in, it was done. I think yeah. there's matchmakers in various cultures. Mm. Yeah. I think in Indian cultures, there's matchmakers. I was a caregiver for uh, a few Jewish women, and I loved them so much. They reminded me of, like, my Italian grandmas in a lot of ways. But they were so—they were into the idea of, like, matching me up with their their cousins and stuff. They were very, very onto that. And did you ever go for that idea? Were you ever into that? I did party with her. She was turning 80, and I went and— You turn everything into Yacht Rock. Yeah. I did party with an eight-year-old. I went and I helped, uh, like, you know, do the cocktails and the serving and stuff. And I was, like, cool with their family, so they invited me. And then I did meet um, the cousin. And then, you know, he just was like, well, I live in Las Vegas. And I was like, we'll smoke cigarettes together. And then that was it. I live in Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was also like, you're, like, 52. What am I supposed to do here at this? How old were you? How old was I? Yeah. it was like two years ago. Right. I would never ask someone's age on the podcast. First things first, how old is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and now list your fears. And and post-pandemic weight. And list your what do you weigh? How old are you? And what's your fear? How do you feel what about your, your size? dad? What was your size before <laughs> the pandemic? What's the worst memory of your family? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are podcasts like that now. Oh, my, that my gosh. Like, oh, my God. I've done that. I know. Like, I know. It's the trauma hour. Oh, oh my God. And then they're like. a break. I want to talk about Mom's Day. I want to talk about. Okay. Witch noses. And, and there are a lot of podcasts where it's like so serious. Oh, my God. And then they have an yeah. expert to talk trend? about serious trauma. And right. you're like. Wait, you're also Haven't like, we all been through enough? And also like. Isn't this not our demographic? Like, shouldn't this be, like, just a completely other thing? Like, comics shouldn't—I get mm-hmm. it, I get it. They well, We can make everything funny because, like, we're all, tra- we're all traumatized. But, like, isn't that, like, not our <laughs> thing? Like, shouldn't it be, like, hello, you're listening to the psychology You're hour. listening to the trauma yeah, and, like, hour. There should be a, a therapist involved <laughs> and an expert that has that right. degree and experience. We're just, like—there's, like, yeah, there's so many— I don't know. I, I feel like it's a trend. I feel like people are trying to find like the mental that. health angle, you know, being like, have you wanted to cut yourself? Should we talk about it for now? Do you an want hour? to cut yourself now? <laughs> right. Can you cut yourself live on the cast? I did. I was supposed to do a storytelling show like a month ago. I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm not I'm not dragging anyone the way I dragged Neil. <laughs> but- Sorry, Neil. Should have finished the dresser. But Lizzie should have given you $20, and maybe you would have. <laughs> <laughs> there was a show that was like, 
it's a storytelling show. Then you get the, then of course you get the information later. That's my biggest pet peeve is like, will you do this show? Mm-hmm. Very oh, LA. by the way, you have to prepare a 10 homework, minute story homework. about your biggest insecurity. Oh, oh my God. gosh. Yeah. So, so LA. Like your homework, homework uh, time. Right. No more homework. And also I feel like after pandemic times, every show that I was doing for so long was like, okay, it's the wackadoo hour. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what What do I have to do? And they'd be like, well, you've got a side whistle and your sister's got a bell and you've got to communicate to each other through the slide whistle and the bell. But you've also got to wear a hat. And then somehow you've got to incorporate what happened to you in fifth grade. And you'd be like, it's like and you're like, can I tell my jokes? Wackadoo hour. People who instead of a light, they're like, we're going to have a Rube Goldberg machine that's going to roll a coconut, <laughs> knock you out. And that's when you know your time is up. And you're like, You'll can I do the classic? Can I do the classic stand-up where I, I tell the, my jokes I've been working I on? Just can waiting? I do the classic? Do my jokes work at all after the pandemic stuff? Right, right. Yeah. My jokes that I've been working on my entire career. I'd like to share that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're like, no, the coconut. Right. The, the coconut's coming. coming. <laughs> okay, so this matchmaker, her name is May. I talked to her. And she seemed to have a really strong point of view. She was like, I do not think you should keep in touch with your ex. And I appreciated that. She had like hard lines, opinions. And then at the end she goes, well, why don't you have them vote on whether I set you up with some guys as one of the options for your Ooh, show? I like mm. that. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Do you pay for matchmaking service? That's what it is, right? So you pay hers, for matchmaking The women, services? it's free for women. What? Mm. Her really? service. Yes. Huh. So the men pay to meet women. Right. The men wow. pay to meet w- women. It raises a few questions for me. I am interested. I am curious, like, what kind of guy seeks out a matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Right. And not right, just right, right. on the 1,000 apps that are yeah. out there. Right. Like, hmm. why is that it? Are, I'm that too- are also free or, right. like, $7 a month. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Like, who is so busy? They're like, I don't have time to swipe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's someone true. who works with their thumbs. A raccoon, maybe. <laughs> maybe the raccoon's <laughs> under my tub. I feel like they'd be great at swiping oh, with yeah. the long nails. With you the know? long claws? With the claws. What it, so wait, does he look through photos of like, does the man look through the photos of the woman and then the matchmaker sets you up or does the matchmaker blindly set you up? So she goes, okay, there were a couple things she said. I, d- I didn't put the full call, by the way, if you're listening, on I have to shorten everything for the podcast because there's so much in it. Um, we might have to ca- cut some oh, no. witch knows reference. I'll try to keep them all in. <laughs> keep it all. Um, but, okay, her name is Matchmaker May, and she lives part-time in Los Angeles and part-time in Colorado Springs, which is a very conservative. Hmm. Is that California? Uh, Colorado, no, it's California or Colorado. Colorado. Sorry. Uh, no, it's Colorado. Um, so she sent me this questionnaire that was pretty long and I said, why don't I fill it out online after I find out what they voted for? Because it was a lot of personal information. I feel like that's, I I feel like even on dating apps, I hate when people at I'm like, I'm not giving these strangers who could very well be murderers just straight up information about me or secrets or like really anything that's not a joke. Right. And if you don't like that I'm just making jokes, you're going to not like hanging out with me. Even honestly saying what you're looking for, someone could manipulate. Yes. Yeah. And also if anybody – the right off the bat question of like, what are you doing on here? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you looking for on here? Ugh, gag. Obviously. 
soulmates. Yeah. Absolute. <laughs> Love story. I'm here now the same vocal. way that you are to meet my soulmates. Soulmates. So, or to just be yelled at by someone working out in a gym. Either way. Right, right. <laughs> my so gym says, bro, dog dad, soulmate. My partner questions. in crime, dog dad. <laughs> One of the first questions is, what languages do you speak? Then it says, tell us about you. Where did you grow up? Your family, siblings, and any information for us to get to know you better? Yikes. That is like, I can steal your identity. Tell us any information, your bank account, your <laughs> your social security number, your bank Yourself. account, your mom and dad's first name. Political views. Okay. Annual income. That's, what? what? That's, nobody really? should know that. Nobody should know that. Wow. Because then that's somebody's prejudging you for your money. Right. Or your mm. lack thereof. I think this is for her. So I think this is the form that she looks at okay. to set you up. That's still hmm. like. I, that income. feels to me I'm like, invasive. I'm like, this is the form she looks at to then take your skin, graft it onto hers. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, she was really cool. May, if you're listening, much respect. Much respect. She was, she was great in the interview. Hmm. Are you open to relocating? Wow. wow. God, honey, for take a match? Me to Bora Bora. <laughs> <laughs> I feel to, like- to New Mexico if I'm going to the Sig House. Right. Yeah, the hot Sig House. Snowing sometimes. I feel like I'm. This is for maybe a different hmm. generation. Is this an older people thing? I feel like matchmaking is like. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Annual income it might what be a think? money bracket What's your thing. <laughs> right, right. First things first. How big are you after the I'm pandemic? Like, What's your age and annual income? Like, let's call it edd.gov. <laughs> <and just> ask. <laughs> you can definitely call edd and wait on hold for four to six hours, and then they'll Until let you, you know. Start drinking. The matchmaker, I'm just like, I was excited about it. And now I'm like, I don't even really you know want to do is? that. As you get that older. That seems, as you're saying it, invasive to My me. testosterone has gone up. That happens when you get older. Your estrogen drops. Really? And I really? find myself, yeah. I you become more masculine as you get older. I'm not great at sitting across from a stranger. I, I think that to me, that's the biggest anxiety in my life. Is it is. I hate. I don't like things like that. I so I don't like like dating. online dating or like I don't like like meeting. I would rather like right. even if I meet a stranger and it's in human life and then you talk to them, it's you can be like I can feel that you're not a murderer or like somebody right. that's like the presentational aspect, yeah, a predator right. or like somebody. I don't know. I just I don't like. We're just really boring. Yeah, right. I don't know. I feel like so much of also performing is also talking to strangers a lot. Yes. So I feel like you kind of already do that at shows. And then on top of like, then I have to just go, so where have you, where'd you grow up? I'm like, that's fun. Right. I don't like have it. Have you ever met anyone at a show? Has anyone ever? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago, definitely. Yeah. A oh lot more God. than L.A. I mean, Chicago LA is a whole. Let's another. move it all to Chicago. Yeah. Let's move it all. I've the never Midwest. performed there. No way, Jose. Oh, it's so fun. They would love you. I want to go so badly. They would oh love gosh. you. Okay. I need to go. There's there's yeah. so much. The, there's People love to party, so there's always audiences. And there's so much yeah, the audience stage time. Are great. We get it. You guys we got the, the coconut. Stu- they need the studio. Okay. We got the coconut. They're We're holding up the timer. I knew it was time, but. I'm sorry. I was, we've I was been, told we've I got been 10, gabbling. I was told I got 10 extra minutes. Fine. They're like, Joan Rivers is outside right now and she needs <laughs> to get in. Joan's next. Okay. So so if you were to choose between these options, which one 
would you favor? Do you think Mom's Day or Matched by May? What is Matched by May? Oh, oh, the Matched by May. May. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it's okay. and it's almost May, so it's mm. like I'm going to be matched for you by the time May is over. For you, okay. for me. So she's going to set me up <laughs> with a couple guys. She and then you, do you have to go on dates with them? Yes. Okay. I would have to go out with. I'm going to say two guys. Hmm. Because that's sort of my fear. So I'm going to go Mom's Day because right. I'm more of a, a symbol addresser kind of guy. If you gal. saw my bedroom, I feel like that's a really wise choice. I feel like Mom's Day. I mean, I would love to have you go through the matchmaking time. Um, I um, the only reason why I want you to do the matchmaking is <gasps> I've never known anybody to do it that way. And I wonder um, if you I, – I feel like you're just going to meet up with a lot of, like, 57 to 63-year-olds. I don't know why I think that. Rich guys maybe? I feel like it's a thing people would have money for. I don't know. I don't know how it works. They'll I'm interested to know. Right. I'm interested people who to wear know. socks. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested Do to they know. call ADD? They in, have they called yeah. ADD? Are they would investment one of my bankers? Questions. I feel like they're <laughs> are religious. I don't know. I'd like to know. Have they called AARP? <laughs> <laughs> What's your annual income? Well, you think I'm going to meet some nice older guys if I do the matchmaker thing? I just older or uh, maybe money or maybe okay. some kind of like investment job, finance mm. job. I'd like to know because you're not probably going to meet like – I feel like that's not like a younger 20s guys on Bumble kind of um, thing. Right. Okay. Okay. So – Meet a patron. Get a patron. Get a patron for the arts. <laughs> Get a patron for the Potterbaugh show. Yeah. <gasps> there it is. There it is. Pyrotechnics. There it is. Pyrotechnics. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Where so, Tiff, you're going Mom's Day. Mom's Day. And you're going, Danny, matched by May. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is that is what I predicted. I know. That's true. Say. Isn't that Good. wild? You know why that Good is? Vibe. Good vibe. Because I feel there's a yin and a yang. <laughs> yeah. You predicted it correctly because I didn't know what it was. But now, but I would go Mom's Day. Okay, okay. Before we go, you guys, thank you so much for I being love you. here. This this I brought me so much you. joy. I was so excited to have you because me I too. love your comedy. And I Thanks. I just I love feel the same. Everything you bring to your shows is just magical. So Aww. I was just so excited to have you on. And also just to get to hang out with you. I know. I, I never get to. So it's a good yeah. reason to hang. But this was probably the last time. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We walk out the door and I am COVID. moving to New Mexico with <laughs> With, with a witch. With a witch, yes. I oh. found the witch of my life, ah. and I'm moving to New Mexico. You got matched by May. <laughs> by the end of May, you will be matched. Thank you so much for doing I this. love you. And before we go, I love you guys so much. I love oh, you. Oh, my God. Well, and love, Thank you love for back having to you guys. Wanna... And I also love your comedy, and you're one of my favorite people to watch yeah. in all of time. Yeah, my it's... vote is—I my my my. I really have said this out loud. This isn't just a compliment. I'm like, if Lizzie doesn't have a show— then on TV, then I don't feel bad about. Uh, I don't trust the industry, and I don't feel bad about us not having a show. But if you on are on TV and you are listening, give Lizzie mm-hmm. a show. If you are a if you are a Netflix matchmaker where you yeah, match comedians type. with shows, <laughs> you guys are incredible. Okay, plug something for you guys before you go. Do you have stuff coming up? Um, um, you can come to the Putterball show. It's the first Sunday of every month at Akbar. Our Grams, our Putterball Tiff, that is sister, Putterball Danny, that's me, and um, we made something, uh, we made a series called Kitchen Women on YouTube, Yeah, and it's a wacky, fun time. 
I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah, thank you. I feel like we should make bye. like a sound. Bye-bye-bye. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye-bye. Oh, my God. The Putterboss sisters. I can't even believe I got to have that experience. Okay. Let's peer into the future. Today, I'm switching it up with a Magic 8-Ball. I just feel like I've been... I'm going to say over-tarrowing. So first, let's ask it Mom's Day. Outlook good. Okay. And now let's ask Matched by May. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay. I mean, this ball has its limitations. It's also known for its unbridled optimism. Once again, if you guys want to join my OnlyFans, the link is in my Instagram bio. And if you like the show, please tell somebody about it. I would so deeply appreciate that. Okay. And now I wish you the absolute best as you arrive at, I'm going to say the decision of a lifetime, Mom's Day or Matched by May. Now it's entirely in your hands. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.